Welcome back to episode 13 of the 643 Podcast presented by Thirsty Goat Entertainment. My name is Taylor Shaw, and oh, you didn't know, your ass better call somebody. And this man here, he goes by the name of Blakey Biceps, and his arms are so big, he can't even turn to wipe his own ass. Baseball is fucking back. Then we got my man, Ethan Turner. He throws two seams, and he plays with your heartstrings. Uh, pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> that right now. Already? Do it. <laughs> well, do you want to start there? We're gonna get into that here in a little bit. Or do no, you let, me wait? Just, let me build it up. Okay, let's build that up. Let's build that up. <laughs> so I'll, let's I'll, go. <laughs> let's go ahead and just start here. Mookie Betts got that bag. Paid. Fucking paid. I love it. I know that coming from me, everyone's like, "Why would you love it?" Listen, I'm happy for the guy. Well, he's still your favorite player. I mean, yeah, I love Mookie Betts. Yeah, all right. Happy for him. I think he deserves every bit of money that was coming to him, whether it be from the Red Sox, whether it be from the Yankees, whether it be from the Dodgers. I didn't. I don't care. Whoever was going to pay that man, he deserved it. All right. Um, let's give the mic to Turner for a minute. Don't you want to say, I fucking told you so? What? That I, oh, yeah. I mean, you I can't. called can. that shit. Me and Taylor said, nah, he's going back to Boston. Fuck no, he wasn't going back to Boston. I was trying to give you a moment there, bud. Hey, listen. Uh... That was kind of the whole, that's like my reverse psychology deal, right? right like, right. you know. You're going to talk shit about the Red Sox all you're hoping that they right, the right. series. So, I why, was just Why go to back to the I call bullshit, though. You actually thought Mookie was coming back. You, you <laughs> he did. Be flipping he was that fucking 100% on it. He was so confident. <laughs> so <laughs> LA, LA's cool, but it's a vacation. It's, it's not a career town. Why would you go back to a team that's not going to be competitive for the next three years? I wouldn't say three, but actually, I guess I mean, I guess mentioning shit once we get in the contract. But yeah, I mean, he's he's twelve, twelve years. Yeah, three sixty five. Yep. Um, signed through twenty thirty two, which is like forever. Away. Yeah, and then if you 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 ever broke it down in terms of like just the days? Mm, I haven't went that far. Like where you're breathing? I got it pretty broke down, but not that far. What's Wait, he making when per, he's just breathing on the field. a day? Yeah. Obviously, they don't they don't pay him like this, right? But seventy nine thousand dollars a day, a day, a day. That's like more than the average American's yearly salary. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's making it a day. Yeah, yeah. So you know that's that's just just awesome. Shout out Mookie. Good yeah. for him. Did you know he's actually making more than Mike Mike Trout? Like uh, technically, I think he is. Yes. He is. Yeah. Yes. As far as like how it's loaded. I'll explain it. So, it's second all-time in total value to Mike Trout's 12-year, $426.5 million. But the, the key there was... Guaranteed the, money? Trout's contract replaced the final two years and oh, his yeah, $66.5 right. million yes. that he had left. So, Trout's deal was actually valued at $360 million guaranteed, which is $5 million less than the, than the money guaranteed to Mookie. Because Mookie, this was all new. Right. This new and contract. even though it's a huge contract, it's still only 14th all time in annual salary. He's making thirty million, uh, right? Thirty million dollars a year. Yeah. Yes. Which what I was going to get into. You talked about being competitive for a while. <clears throat> the biggest reason why this contract was so easy for the Dodgers to give give him that, aside from the fact that they have fucking deep ass pockets, they only have. He, he's just now the fourth player that's guaranteed money in 2022. They have no money stretched out past that. Three years from now is all they have. They have four guys on their roster three or three years from now. So someone's doing so Belly's very gonna, good financial Belly's work. Belly's going to get signed big. Bueller's going to get signed big. Like That's going to be their core for the next decade at least, I think. Muncie's probably earned it too, but yeah. 
I mean, if they just keep that core together, they're going to be fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. They don't have to keep everyone. Hell but. no, really. If you have three superstars on your team, like, they're going to have fuck. Belly hey. and Mookie is just, that shit should be illegal yeah, to begin Bueller with. Hot take. Hot take. Let's hear it. The Indians start to fuck it, and they suck. And they give Lindor out to And Lindor's Lindor. going to the Dodgers. They're going to trade I mean. Seager and to the Indians. Have Lindor involved and some other players. You really can't have anything ruled out with the Dodgers. No. I think if that happens, though, they would have to give up Dustin May, and I don't know if they want to do that. I think he, I, I think he'd have to be a trade piece. I don't think so, because look what Cleveland fucking got in return for Bauer, and look what they got in return for Kluber. It wasn't like a huge Yeah, but I don't know if the Indians haul. necessarily need to dump. I know they would, they would, but you're talking like arguably the best shortstop in baseball. Just saying. If the Dodgers, then again, the Reds gave up a roll of Chapman for absolutely nothing. So, well, that's because we have no fucking money. Teams do do it. <laughs> I mean, like, if Lindor were to be traded, I get it. He's I'd amazing. say Cleveland's around that same dude. If he goes to L.A., just money. ride it to the fucking bank. Season over. You might as well just stop it. I, I get it. He's amazing, but they still have a lot of good pieces too. They do. Oh yeah. They they wouldn't be. I kind of doubt But I feel like they're pitching. running into that. They're running into like what the Reds always do. They're just not going to have the money to sign everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why they got rid of Bauer. I mean, imagine yeah. how much better they'd be this season if they still had Bauer and Kluber. Meet a Bauer, Kluber, Clevenger, Bieber. Like that's insane. That's the a rotation solid ass starting rotation, and they gave up half of it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I get. I guess when I break that down like that, Ethan kind of makes sense because why would you have one foot out and one foot in? Like you might as well just fucking dump. Yeah, I mean, why get rid? You of definitely your, don't want to half-ass anything. Yeah, full-ass that shit. But I mean, the Dodgers just just look out in terms of the future. But also, let's just go ahead and say that right now, look out for the Dodgers right the fuck now. <laughs> look out for Joe Kelly right the fuck now. Right now. <laughs> Yeah, they're hot because they're a problem. Yeah, they're a big ass problem. Were they three? I think they're actually only three and two right now. Three and two, but it's pretty can, obvious that. Yeah, yeah, I, they might only be three and two, but just watching them play baseball—not about the record, like you're about to say—just watching them, it's like this is different. Part of their what it really impressed me—I watched their game last night, and they had the bases loaded against the Strohs with one out. Dude, their hitting approach was just insane. Mookie and I can't remember who else. They had like three guys back to back to back hit opposite field singles. They just kept the fucking line moving. They're like, you know, fuck doing too much, striking out, just keep the shit moving. Hey, Joey Votto, take fucking notes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. He's fucking, he's like started the season hot. He's, he's seeing the ball. Yeah. Him. But like last night, I just wanted to fucking twist his throat into three fucking thousand different pieces. <laughs> What about the night before, though? Bases loaded. Don't, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But, yeah, you know, stay on track of uh, our beloved Los Angeles Dodgers. Joe Fight Club Kelly Let's fucking is go. back. That was... With a vengeance. That might be the greatest moment well, that we see this w- season. Was back. <laughs> well, just now, yeah, we just found out he got suspended for eight games. Hopefully he appeals it because that's... Some, he is appealing. That's official. That is some Bush League bullshit. He didn't hit anybody. No. He did not. So and he, you can argue that he didn't intentionally throw at him. Listen, I, I, I watched Joe Kelly pitch for the Red Sox. Even he doesn't know where shit's going. No, he, no. he admits that fastball. He just throws it's it. It's very true. Yeah, yeah oh, you even, see the video of him in his backyard smashing that window? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> Look pretty, <laughs> that, that window can tell you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he should just take his fucking glasses off and just let her fly. I mean, it, we, he'd probably have more strikes, honestly. Oh, yeah. But 
No, uh, Joe Kelly um, is a certified and self-proclaimed psycho. Yeah, he's a fucking he, badass. He has said that before. Um, and nice swing, bitch. One of my favorite <laughs> Joe Kelly moments that goes hand in hand with this Dodgers moment from last night. Um, he might have thrown a little tight on um, Austin from the Yankees. I don't even know if Austin's in the in the organization for the Yankees anymore. I have no clue. He's a scrub. Joe Kelly probably ended his career <laughs> that night. But um, he might have came in tight on him or something. And Austin like stepped not to first base. He stepped to the pitcher's mound. Right. And then, you know, Joe Kelly didn't have a problem with the dude. But as soon as he did that, he's like, fuck. And like, because Austin said something as well. Joe Kelly just looked at him and said, if you're going to come out here, come out here. And then as soon as he said that, Austin stormed. And then uh, Austin was coming full like sprint at him. Joe gives him a sidestep, gets him on the ground. So Tyler Austin is on all fours under Joe Kelly's grip. And unfortunately, Joe Kelly didn't sock him. But there's a good picture. Uh, bad, bad podcast. uh isn't, isn't here, there but, where he's like in the bear crawl and he's got his hand on the back of his neck? Yeah. And he's about to fuck. He's got one throat. one hand on the back of that dude's neck and he's got his arm like cocked, like ready to rock. It almost and he looks didn't like, connect. Yeah, it almost looks like in wrestling where they're like, you know, they got a guy on the mat and the guy's on top and they're about to set up. That's more or less. It, it was really unfortunate I've he didn't connect. Picture. Yeah, it was cool. um, But it's really cool to look back on because just that picture, you're like, damn, Joe Kelly whipped his ass. Right. Nothing really happened, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Joe Kelly, dude, he's just a confirmed psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he was, uh, interviewing with a podcast that I listened to and he like says he just, when he gets in those moments, he sees red and he's like a shark. Like he, he's just, he blacks out. Right. And so that when this happened, when I saw it last night, I was like, oh, <laughs> there's Joe again. Like, it, <laughs> Joe's I would, back. Like, mo- I think some people who might be casual fans were like, oh, my God. Yeah, who's this oh my, Holy shit. Who's and this I was guy? just like, oh, like, well, yeah, that's not surprising. That, that's Joe. That's Joe, that's guy, man. First week of the season, casual Joe. But no, it, definitely hilarious. Um, but, you know, just right before we started, I think it's bullshit. Like, if you're going to... Because I think part of the reason for the eight-game suspension is Manfred's trying to make an example out of, hey, guys, don't fight during COVID. Right. Right? COVID rules. Yeah. Trying to make that a clear and cut thing. Is it that or is it protecting us precious fucking bitch boys in Houston? No, I get that, too. I get that, too. Did you notice but- one thing, though? Not a single fucking Astro had a mask on, and my argument for that is because they knew if they did, they were going to get their fucking ass whooped. So- Can't touch them if they ain't wearing a mask. If you want to suspend Joe for eight games- for probably most of this is coming from don't fight during COVID. Yep. Where's Correa's? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Where's Correa's? Because if Correa's would have kept his fucking mouth shut and just took it off the chin and just walked to the fucking dugout, the shit right. wouldn't get out. I'm not saying he deserves eight, but no. he has to get He's something. He's a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> the shit that he said to like Joe Kelly, he was like, yeah, you struck me out. So what? If I would have hit a home run, I'd be rounding home and hitting or rounding third and hitting. Like, Did you see like, Joe what? Kelly? He looks at me he's like, what? What? What are yeah. you fucking yeah, talking Joe's about? Joe's a phenomenal trash talker, too. Yeah. Korea, not. <laughs> no, it's no. But so they knew this was coming. Like uh, they have. Yeah. Well, even the commentators were like, "Yeah, he's like driving to the ballpark tonight." We kind of had a feeling like right something, something was, was going to happen. happen. And then I don't know if you guys heard the Dodgers commentators. I didn't know. Clearly, did clearly the opposite of the Astros' point of view, but. Joe Kelly does that, and then he starts fucking doing the whole boo-hoo mimicking bullshit while he's walking. They're like, oh, yeah, there's Joe. They're like, 
yep, we knew this was going to happen tonight. Like, there was no surprise for them. Well, what was funny was like Bregman's reactions the whole time. <laughs> he looks. He was him. like, he was like looking at the dugout. He's like starstruck. He was like, oh fuck. Did you watch the John Boy breakdown? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I guess we'll back up a little bit. So those of you that didn't see this shit, so Joe Kelly's pitching. He throws a ninety-six mile an hour heater at Bregman's head, and Bregman's sitting there like, holy fuck, what just happened? Like he's seen his life in front of his eyes. Did you see Joe Kelly's reaction to that? He fucking yawns. yawns. Yeah. He yawns like, eh, whatever, fuck you. And then I wonder if that was just on purpose or if it was just like a natural. It was great. I don't know. <laughs> it's and then they, then they end up like turning or they went for a double play and they didn't get the guy out of first and Kelly caught the ball first. He's walking back to the mound and somebody from the Astros dugout says, he says, get back on the mound, little fucker. Wasn't that yeah. Dusty? Dude, I swear. They never confirmed, but that had to have been Dusty Baker. I said it was. It sounded like I, his voice to well, me. Well, it's not only from your tweet, but I saw someone else tweet that Dusty Baker said that. I, had, I don't know if that I was ever confirmed or not. I had asshole for a few years in Chicago, and I'm pretty sure I didn't, that was his voice. And he got fined, so I didn't know if that was right. because of that. It must have been because he had a mask and shit hey. the whole time. Yeah, he got fined. I don't give a fuck. If you're a manager, you should be able to talk shit, too. Who oh, cares? I don't give a well, shit. The, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but... It was funny, too, because after he ended up walking Bregman, he throws three pickoff attempts right at Bregman's ribs, like as hard as he could. It wasn't like a casual toss. He's like, hey, if my first baseman doesn't catch that, you're getting a fucking ball in the ribs. Like, I'm not done with you, yeah. motherfucker. So, then Kelly ends up going back to the mound to pitch against Correa, and he struck him out on three curveballs, and he looks at him. He says, nice swing, bitch. And then after that, <laughs> after that, Correa starts jawing back at him, and then Kelly gives him, like, the greatest boo-hoo face of all time. Like, oh, yeah. It was that boo-hoo face will, was, never, will never be It was the beat. greatest Dude, thing I've ever seen. Instant gif. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, and, Amazing. And, and it's, picture. Yeah, I mean, it's going around like Carabas, Twitter already. Every time somebody tweet, tweets Carabas now, says, you're a whiny bitch, he'll post the picture of the yeah. boo face back. <laughs> oh, dude, it's wonderful. But yeah, I'm with you. Like, Crayon, like, what the... F- is he weird or what? Man? I don't know, but his, like, trash talk was fucking terrible. You struck me out, so what? You struck me out, so what? Like, this is the whole reason we're having this fucking conversation, because you struck out, you fucking... And then wasn't Kelly saying something like when he's walking back he's like that was easy yeah that, that, that was shit, easy he said that shit was easy he said throw your fastball bitch he said oh yeah i'll throw my fastball right down the middle is that what you want pussy <laughs> oh my god dude i just love joe uh, honestly any other season that would have been a, that would have been a brawl absolutely because it did cl- oh, it cleared yeah. the bullpens i don't know if you noticed i think it would have brawled after the bregman pitch because that motherfucker was 96 <laughs> bregman humming i don't think so because bregman was not going to charge the mound no i don't think bregman he, was. i think Bregman's the whole dugout he was out. terrified he w- he was pissed he was sitting there like oh fuck <laughs> he was pissed he he wanted to do something about it after that pitch came but he was he calmed down. He he got a hold of his nerves, but you could tell in his face he was like locked jawed. Right. He's like, oh. <laughs> but I mean, he knows it's coming too. They all know it's coming. Even if it, you can say it was intentional, one intentional. Could you imagine batting against a guy like Joe Kelly and you have no fucking clue where that, he can throw a hundred and then you have no clue where the fuck it's going? Hitting yeah. against Joe has to be terrifying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would not want to get in the box against him. No, it, it's either going to be right across the plate or in your fucking ear hole. Do you? Do you anticipate more of this, or is this more of a Dodgers Astros 2017 playoff thing? I think it'd be a Dodgers Astros thing. I don't, the rest of the league, I think so too. I don't think it's gonna really. You might see Astros players get hit, but I don't think they're gonna have the intent that Joe Kelly did. Right. Yeah. I mean, Joe. Joe was like, what's I'm funny gonna throw was, it two of y'all. What's funny yeah, was he I wasn't think some even, teams are just gonna throw it one, and then it's done. And the best part about it is Kelly wasn't even on that Dodgers team. 
but he still no, 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 no. He, he was on the like, Red Sox. Like, I don't no, but I mean, he has history right. with them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, that's a, a lot of people were like, well, what's he throwing at him? He has no history. Yeah, he does with the Red Sox, dude. Right. <laughs> a strong history with them. Uh, so, I I think I side with you, though, Ethan. I, I think this is very specific new rivalry in baseball thing. Yeah, right. And I don't think it stops. I think this is a start of what's going to go on between them all season. All for many years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just mean specifically right now it's oh, going to yeah. go on for the year. But yeah, this this might be the next like Giants Dodgers. And like, it's almost kind of like a blessing in disguise, right? Like yeah. they never play each other, it, but now it, they are. Right. And it's funny because the, the Dodgers, you know, their big rivalries the Giants now. They're like, well, fuck, fuck the Giants now. Fuck, let's go with the Strohs. Fuck the right. <laughs> I mean, the Giants are so less competitive now that it's kind of easy to move on from that but this is definitely good for baseball it it's great for the season yeah and i i think i think you have that sentiment where people are like well it's not good for baseball and i'm like yeah it is and i do i want to see every single player in the major in major league baseball act like joe kelly no no i don't i I think that's overboard i don't want that timeline late last night early this morning Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Literally, everyone I, was watching. People that don't even watch baseball were sharing that shit. I was at work. It That grew the game overnight. Someone came up to me and started talking to me about it. That never happens. Right. It happens with football. It happens with maybe college basketball. Yeah, when you're casually walking around at work, like, dude, did you see but what baseball? happened in the Dodgers Astros game? At yeah. 1 30 in the morning last night? You're like, oh, fuck yeah. I seen it this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I it, think it's more, too, of like a, hey, you know, the outside people of baseball might not think what you did was a bad idea, like was a bad thing. But fuck you, we play the same game. That shit don't fly around here. Oh yeah, it's one of those like don't fucking do it again. I mean, where where do you where do you see the series going? Dodgers just gonna fucking take it. Just gonna just fucking somebody's gonna get hit again tonight. I don't, don't want to say. You it. think so? Oh yeah, <laughs> probably so. But you know, I just want to see somebody fight. Well, that's not going to happen. I know, but I still want to see it. <laughs> that, I mean, I wish they could go at it, but... I would like to see uh, old Dave Roberts get out there and just whoop the fuck out of Dusty Baker. <laughs> that's a just fight. Just for old time's sake. That's a fight I would like to see. <laughs> old Dave Roberts, Dusty Baker. Hey, I got a question for you real quick. Kind of off topic, but mm-hmm. the Dodgers. So, the Dodgers tried to trade that Gratterall kid to the Red Sox, do you remember? And y'all balked. Mm. Oh, he, oh, he failed oh, his oh, medical. oh, oh, yeah, he failed his medical. And they didn't want him, so he turned the trade down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last night the dude was pumping out like 102 mile an hour gas. Oh, yeah, he was. Like, this kid's fucking good. The Red, I mean, we as fans and the Red Sox organization was very excited to to bring him on. Um, and, it, I mean, it was it was done. The deal was done, and then he failed his medical, like you said. And well, it, he played, he actually played the Twins, right? Wasn't he the three? Way, he played for the Twins, and it was going to be that three-way yep. trade. Yeah. So I mean, it it is what it is. Yeah, it, it's out of anyone's now, control. Like, Fuck, yeah, I mean, it, you can't do anything about it. I just it. watched him pitch last night, and he looked spectacular. Like mm-hmm. top reliever in the game, good. And I yeah. just, I don't, I didn't know if you remembered about. Oh that yeah, or, yeah. I mean, we were all excited about him, but you know, shit happens, and it's just, it's yeah. Just imagine if you signed our, him, and then his medical, you know. Even though he failed it, you took a gamble and then he wasn't shit. That's kind of our, uh, kind of our luck right now. Yeah, that, that's where we are. <laughs> yeah, understood. But I guess, uh, you know, let's. Uh, I'm 
I don't know what to give them. Let's keep continuing to shit on teams. Yeah, I guess. Because I, I don't know. You can't give them a round of applause. Fuck no. You uh, definitely can't feel sorry for them. No. Um, so let's just tell it how it is. Um, hey, hey, Marlins. Mar- fuck you. Get uh, your shit together. Good job, dude. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> clearly the you're fuck? the only fucking problem in baseball. The only. Like, it. I guess we should specify if people don't necessarily know now 17 confirmed 17, COVID-19 yeah, one, cases. One more today. And two coaches. And two coaches. Um, so it, it was, it scared me, obviously, because when, when that first came out, I was like, oh shit, the Phillies are done. Right. Did you see the report today? Well, second yeah. or, sec, or three t- rounds of tests the Phillies have took all negative still. Correct. Cool. Yeah. But when I first saw it, I was like, shit. It was okay. The, the Phillies are done. And then, you know, it's, it had me even thinking about the Braves, right? Exactly. Because yeah. the Marlins scrimmages were against right. the Braves. And, uh, and I was like, okay, well, who did the Braves play? And I don't even remember. Oh, it was the Mets, they wasn't played, it? Yeah, they opened with the Mets. And then I was like, oh, shit, the Mets. And then who are the Mets playing right now? I was like, oh shit, the Red Sox. Well, yeah, right. you can just see how quick that like, shit it's spreads. Like, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, dude, my first initial thought was like, this season's going to go on five games and we're done. I think everybody felt that way. Every, <laughs> every writer, done. every baseball writer in America is like, hey, we might not have. Well, I remember the Cubs were traveling to Cincinnati two nights ago and we were wondering if there was going to be a fucking game. Yeah. Right. Like, because the Cubs didn't even travel till that morning, and we're like, okay, are they even gonna have a game tonight? Because when just... you when you start to trace it, just like I did off the top of my head, yeah, uh, that's serious shit, right? And so, <laughs> but it turns out, uh, like you said, the Phillies have had two or three days of testing, yep, all negative, no positives, um, and the Marlins keep having these positives. I don't so, think they've won a day since without a positive. And then the MLB came out on a larger scale. And said, the Marlins, yes, we get it. They have 17 positive cases. But the MLB as a whole, 29 other teams on, on for on-field personnel, Did you see no how many positive te- cases. See how many people they tested total? Was it like in the... It was over 6,400 people. Yeah, like 6,000. Zero, zero were positive. No positives. Aside from the Marlins. So what does that tell you? Jeter said, fuck it. <laughs> well, since, <laughs> Someone said, fuck it. Yeah, because since opening day of baseball, with as far as players go... The numbers are currently Marlins, 17, MLB, zero. Right. This was Jeter picking up the phones. They're like, hey, Rob, uh, we fucking suck. So Just cancel the just, season, man. We have COVID on our team. Just say it. Fuck it. We're done. Well, I, you, you joke. You just said cancel. Right. Here's my personal They've thought on it. They've been canceled since. <laughs> right. Here's my, here's my personal thought on it. If it comes down to like them doing something – this just irresponsible. Continues. Yeah. Like, oh, I get what you're you saying. You know, that, like how it happened. Yeah. If they, if it comes to find out they did something irresponsible, they didn't follow protocol, they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. They have a fucking nightclub in their fucking ballpark. I think it's very... <laughs> they pull a Lou Williams and get hot wings <laughs> in a yeah. titty bar. <laughs> I think it's very fair... Just to say... To cancel them only. Season. Yeah. You're done. Absolutely. Because you put everyone else at risk. Well, and even on top of that... It, you know, it's going to be really hard to find evidence because I doubt anybody's posting pictures of themselves right. at the beach on social media right now. But if their numbers keep climbing, scrap them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Clearly, they're the only fucking team that has if a If they problem. don't slow down, it, it's got to be done. I, I'm curious why they haven't, you know, I'm sure they probably quarantined about the whole team. I think they're trying Move to... Move them to another fucking city. Yeah. Well, it'd have to, like, they would just have to figure out scheduling. I think that's yeah, kind of why they tough. haven't said, you guys are done. Scheduling right. is tough, but it's a lot easier 
the way they're doing it with the regions. Right. I mean, that makes it easier, but it, it it's difficult. But like when you play, so let's say like the Braves have a series coming up against the Marlins, but then the Marlins are done. Like what are the Braves going to do that weekend? Right. Well, they've already figured some of that out because the Yankees scrapped their entire Phillies series. True. And they replaced it with two games against the Orioles. They're True. playing the Orioles tonight, and that originally wasn't even on their schedule. And now it's come out that so the MLB, MLB. Yeah, I was going to say on the fly, the MLB is they're making changes. Which, yeah, and they and they came out and blatantly said, "Listen, if the if teams don't play the same amount of games, we'll just do it by winning percentage." Yeah, screw it. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I heard at the end of the season, no matter how many teams are tied, there's no sixty first game. At game right, sixty, correct. it's over. You, you go by winning percentage and head to head at that point. So it's almost like the NFL. Yeah, and then I think to to shit on the Marlins a little bit more, and uh, I. We're gonna give you a visual visual gif or meme here. Um, you know the the classic like Bugs Bunny sawing gif, right? And then Florida floats away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we're all at that point. Exactly. Like Florida in general is a shit show. Um, so, and that just like where they are, they're in Florida. Like it almost makes sense. They're at, like are honestly, you, are you saying they're at the tip of the COVID dick? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's exactly what they are. It's yeah. just like. Jesus, man, like, figure it out. It, but, yeah, I mean, I technically we don't know if they were not following pot- protocol or not, but it looks like right now they're just being irresponsible. They're being stupid. And if it continues, they're done. And that's fine with me. Yeah, I agree. Totally fine with no me. No problems with that at all. It's kind of funny how easy it is for us to say, just scrap a team season, but scrap it. Well, it is the Marlins. They're easy to let go. Like if if, the, if we were talking the about Yankees or right. something, you know what MLB'd be doing right now? Oh yeah, they would still be. They would let them play. They would let them fill in off their sixty man. And let bad, them continue to play the field. Bad news if it's like Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, Cubs, Reds, even. But it's just like Manfred. Yeah, this is an easy it's like one. Marlins, to scrap, man. It's like yeah, they fucking suck anyways. See you guys. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, hell, they had like a Triple A team anyways, right? <sighs> That'll eat no pretty much. Pretty much would lose to a trip, most AAA teams. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, let's get into some actual, uh, you know, leave the COVID nineteen thing behind. And listen, the first person who needs to talk about their team right now, who, me? we gotta give it to the man Ethan Turner. Oh, I thought we, we were going to go positive right up. No, we, oh, you want to be fucking negative? I, 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 I said nothing about negativity. Are you ready for it? But I just wanted. to... Some things have been bubbling. He's definitely frustrated. Some things have been bubbling. I'm not that disappointed. Yeah, you are. I'm fucking irate. (laughs) (laughs) Is what is. That's not as bad as being disappointed, though. You know, when your dad looks at you and you think he's pissed and he's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. That's way fucking worse. And it's just all this fucking hype. Yep. Which, you know, being a fucking Cincinnati sports fan, I should have just known from the beginning that, you know, like I, I fucking texted the group chat last night, you give us the fucking Dodgers roster where they put in a Reds uniform on and they can't fucking hit nothing. <laughs> we said last week the biggest disappointment would be the Reds missing the postseason. Fucking one yeah. and four. Now, Well, start before that, before the one and four, one and three. Yeah, against, against the fucking Tigers. They went Oof. one and two. That's yeah, tough. one one and two, three game series. So oh, was it? They come out opening night. I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. Like, look good. Sonny Gray comes out, strikes out ten. Hey, same bro. And then opening we all had a good, good. opening. Every, yeah, <laughs> everybody was hitting the baseball, and I was like, all right. And then it's like fucking 
Titanic hit the iceberg right after that. And well, it's just let fucking, me let me set you up with a ninety-five mile an hour pitch down the middle here. What are your thoughts on David Bell's lineup? Fuck him. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> he needs to fucking go. So I've been watching the games. Not only do I th- fucking disagree with half his managerial decisions, you watch the fucking watch tonight's Cubs Reds game. Cubs, David Ross, that team, they're fucking hyped all the time. They look like they're having fun playing the game. And you look over to the Reds dugout, and it's fucking nothing. That's like a fucking tumbleweed. Throat, <laughs> Easy Tom Brenneman. Floating Tom through Tom Brenneman was like, look at the Cubs over there. They look like a high school team out there just enjoying themselves. <laughs> Which, I mean, why not? Fuck. There's I mean, no, you got to so do something to hype yourself I will up. say, not to cut have you off here, but you, uh, as far as that topic goes, Javi hit two home runs last night. Before he went to hit his first one last night, Rizzo smacked him on the ass before he went up to bat, and he said, hey, Javi. He goes, do that thing that the fans like. Yeah, like they're having That's fun. That's fucking cool. You look at the Reds dugout, and they're just like up there with their arms on the fucking rail, just sitting there watching, looking like a bunch of pissed off teenagers. And then, then fucking David Bell's dumbass. Like, we go out and spend money on Shogo Akiyama to be a fucking leadoff hitter and play. And what's you've barely seen him. Wasn't last night the first night he let off? Yeah. Yeah. Fifth, and then tonight, fifth, fifth game of the season, and your leadoff hitter just now let off. He's. He throws everything. It's analytics or nothing with him. It's if Jesse Winker has not faced a fucking left-handed hitter all season. I don't give a fuck about that. Obviously, what you're doing right now is not working. I don't care about left versus right, right versus left. Put the best fucking player in the lineup, and if they have three or four at-bats and they're not hitting the ball, okay, take them out. But you can't leave guys like that on the bench. You can't fucking do it. Agreed. I I think it – it comes down to a point where you can try that, but you got to cut that shit off like game two if it's not working for you. Philip Irvin, who's who he you put know what in, I mean? yeah, like Phillip you Irvin. can you can do analytics, but if it if it's quick and it's not working, just get your talented guys on the damn field. Yeah, show like I saw on Twitter. I don't know how true this is because I couldn't like I was having trouble fact checking it, but somebody said like Shogo's splits for his career versus a right hander was a three oh four. Average and versus left-handers was two ninety-four. Like Not bad. two ninety-four against a left-hander and your left-handed bat. So I mean, you're you're right there. Yeah, <laughs> in the same sphere. I'll take I would take a two ninety-four career batting average. Oh, yeah, it's elite. Yeah, in yeah. Today's game, fuck yeah. Regardless of what side of the plate I was hitting from. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then he, he puts Philip Irvin in whenever there's a left-handed pitcher on the mound. He went over eleven or twelve to start the year. Nothing. We get no fucking production out of him. So why not try something different? Like and it's just his his fucking pitching times. He he fucking yanked Sonny Gray the first night. Yeah, yanking the starting he pitchers. He yanked fucking Luis Castillo on Odd. ninety-one pitches through fucking six innings. He had struck out eleven batters. It gets through struck the seventh out, innings. Struck huge. out the side the last inning, and he fucking takes him out of the game and the bullpen blows it. Like I understand if it's a 162-game season and it's like his first start of the year and you want to take him out of the game. No fucking Correct. big deal. Correct. It's a 60-game season against arguably the worst team in baseball, and you're going to pull your starter out of the game when he's fucking throwing. He could have easily threw the seventh. So then that takes out Michael Lorenzen having to come into the game, who gave up a two-run fucking home run to Miguel Cabrera. You don't have to put him in. You bring in Amir Garrett in the eighth, fucking Iglesias in the ninth, shut that motherfucker down. But what's a what's he do? No, the fucking Tigers take the game, take the lead. We come back tied up in the bottom of the eighth. 
or the seventh, one of the two. So then we go to the top of the ninth. It's a 5-5 game, I believe, at that point. He brings in Rossell Iglesias, who's our closer. In a close situation, his ERA was around the threes. In a non-save situation, his ERA is over five. What's he do? Fucking gives up a home run. I got a question, though. Why would you even if you're bring, so, but why here, would you bring your closer in, in a non-save a lot, situation? A lot of teams do that just to get – Just to get work in. Yeah. yeah. But then, like – So, here, back to his fucking analytics – if you're so if you're so into analytics, how do you not know that his fucking ERA in a non-safe situation is over five? Why would you even bring him in in that situation? It's just the stupid Accurate. shit that he does, and it's it's it started last year. And I was like, well, it was his first season; he's trying something different. Yeah. Whatever. I, he still pissed me off a lot last year, but then through these first fucking five games, I'm like, no, it's the same shit, and we don't have time to fuck around. And you have way more talent. Yeah, and the talents. Oh yeah, that- which. We did lose Moose and Senzel for three games because they went on the whatever. They didn't know if he was sick. They didn't know if he had COVID. Either one of Correct. them, they were just feeling unwell. Yeah, they never even disclosed what it was. They just said they didn't feel well. Yeah, so and then they're back. Well, they're back, back, so they're back tonight. tonight. So it's obviously yeah. not. So that's a good. That's good news on our our end. It's probably just them being super cautious. So which, which is, is good. good. Yeah, because so I understand. Like, take notes, Marlon. Losing, yeah. losing those two bats like hurt us a little bit, but still, like, I'm done with him. If the Reds lose these next two games against the Cubs, his ass better be out the fucking door. Well, I mean, even like I, I follow ish the Reds. Um, even I've looked at those lineups, and I'm just kind of like, what the hell's going on there? Last night. So let's fast forward to Monday night. They call up Tyler Stevenson, who makes his Reds debut. Fucking breaks. Fucking comes in in like the seventh or the eighth or whatever. First at bat ever second second or third pitch he ever sees fucking dead center home run so shout out shout out to him deep dude. comes back in stays in the game comes in again hits a single no he did no it was double yeah he's so two he's two for two, two, two and then draws bases. a fucking bases loaded walk in the ninth to get him within one on a three two count against fucking Kimbrel. right like Obviously, the kid knows what he's Who doing. Who they said was his childhood hero. Yes, because he's, he's, he's a big Braves yeah, guy. Yeah, he grew up watching That's Kimball wild. be the greatest So closer. then, fast forward to last night's game. There was a runner on second base. I think it's right after Gino got his first hit around that area. He was standing on second base. Uh, he lifts Jesse Winker, who's a left-hander. There was a left-hander on the mound. Puts in Christian fucking Cologne. Who's that? Exactly. <laughs> when you got Stevenson. When you got Stevenson, who just went two for two the night right. before, and he's a right-handed right. fucking hitter. Like, I'm just the, – the shit that he does is fucking mind-boggling, and I'm done with it. And you, know what, you know what David Bell is? He's a mediocre Joe Madden. That shit with Joe Madden would piss me off, but he could at least make it work. David Bell's just fucking He's cool. fucking – he's done. I, I'm fucking over it. I'm done with him. You don't, like – you wouldn't mind in a 60-game season to pull the trigger on him early. Fuck no. I think this could be uh, one of those seasons where about anybody would pull the trigger on a manager. I don't care. Yeah. Definitely scary from managerial perspective. <laughs> yeah. All eyes are on you, you know. Well, I, I mean, you you just – I mean, that was seven minutes. Uh, you good? Oh, you got you got any more? We'll, we'll get, we'll I, oh, I can, I can go away. I can go on. All, I can sit here and talk three hours about this <laughs> you shit. Know, you know, Reds fans are going to be listening to this going, man, that guy's fucking right. <laughs> and it's like, I just get on Twitter and just like read all the shit. And I'm like, yep, I agree with you. Yep, yep, I agree with you. Yep, I agree with you. And then there's those ones that are like, man, just give them a... Dude, fuck you. I ain't giving them any more chances. <laughs> well, I see the joke about... Uh, 
was it Wade Miley? He gave up what four runs in the first the other night. God bless that it, motherfucker. It, it, <laughs> he said, "Watch David Bell will, will let him throw a complete game tonight." Now, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, so our first three games, like Sonny goes five innings, strikes out ten. Uh, Castillo comes in the next night. We got one on one earned run on great start. Castillo comes in the next night, throws six, strikes out eleven, one earned run. Bauer comes in the night after that, six and a third, which he could have went longer. Oh, yeah, definitely. Strikes out fucking 13. Got the hook at what, 101 pitches? Something like that. It was like 101. I think yeah. he just cracked 100. Yanks him. They allowed a total of three earned runs throughout the first three games. And then fucking Wade Miley bitch ass takes the mound the next night and gives up four in the first. I'm like, you son of a bitch. And it was just after that, I was like, Eh, well, we're gonna lose the it, fucking it Cubs. It is crazy because your starting pitching games. has been incredible. Besides one, well, two. Malley didn't look very good last. He night. did okay. He only gave up one earned run last was night. Was it one earned? Yeah, through five yeah. or four. So, I mean, one like, through four. It's but so they weird. Pull him yeah, they gave him the hook quick because numbers say that his third time through the batting order is right. when he fucks it. So that he went through the order twice and they fucking pull him out of the game. Which at that point it was only I think it was like a two run, maybe a one. Two. I think it was two zero. Or no, it was two no, the two. Reds had scored. Yeah, yeah, it was two to two. I think the Cubs. It might have been three to two when he came. It might have been three to two when he came out. Which, I mean, shit, fuck it. It's a new season. You might have had something else in the tank. You don't know. Fucking try it out. I feel like you need to stretch your starters this year, anyways. Yeah, especially, especially with the, the way, fucking yeah, the way the Reds bullpen. dumpster fire we have in the fucking bullpen. We Besides all, Amir Garrett, nobody else has really thrown the ball except for TJ Antone who made his fucking debut the other night too. What did he throw? Four innings of no four hit shutout baseball. Was it no hit? It was no hit baseball. Yeah. I don't know if he ended up giving a hit. I mean, fuck it. Struck out like five. Fuck it. Just bring the whole fucking taxi squad up because apparently those are the only ones who <laughs> went on a fucking play. <laughs> All right, Taylor, keep the negativity going with the Red Sox, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll, I can definitely keep the negativity going. Um, it, a little different than Ethan's, though, because his is more irate because there was the hype. They're supposed to be much better. Right. Um, to me, it's just kind of like, uh, what, what's that character? Um, oh my God, where he's sad all the time. Oh, Droopy. He said, "I'm so happy." Yeah, Eeyore? Droopy, Eeyore. Oh, Eeyore. Okay. Ba- basically, that's what I am, man. I'm, I'm fucking Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, oh man. man. Yeah. Even, even <laughs> the Red Sox go hit a walk off that. You're like, yeah, I'll fuck it tomorrow. Yeah. So. It's just like, oh, cool. You know, like, so basically, there's a prime example. You're, opening night. <laughs> opening night was oh, lit. God. Eovaldi was on fire. I had a bet with you that if they were going to, they were so good that I had a bet with Taylor that if they were going to score 20, he was going to burn his Mookie jersey. And he True. Was, he was okay with it. I was. And Ethan was trying to talk him out of it because they actually had a shot at doing that. They did have a shot at scoring 20. There, I mean, literal, no doubt. Uh, but opening night was awesome. I mean, we, we set the MLB record for doubles. Um, we had some Jackson there. I mean, we what 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 they end up scoring? I honestly forget. Oh, 13? 16, I thought. Was it, oh, was it that many? Oh, dude, it was a lot. But they just ripped the shit out of the Orioles. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But I know what's coming. Because when you have an offense behind a starting pitcher like Eovaldi. Oh, it was 13. 13. You can... You can feel a little loose, right? You're like, all right, we're good. Evaldi's going to hold down the runs scored against us, so we're, we're going to be in the game no matter what. We just got to put some runs together. They're playing loose. They're playing free, uh, and it showed. But then 
here's the reality situation. Chris sales out Tommy John. Eduardo Rodriguez, who Chris sells our number one, obviously ace. Eduardo Rodriguez right now out COVID-19. He's our number two. Evaldi's still with us, obviously through a gym. He's our number three, but now our number three is our number one. So what happens then? You start bringing guys out of literally nowhere to be starting pitchers. Right. So it's Evaldi. A dude who I never heard of before, a dude I never heard of before, a dude I never heard of before, and a dude I never heard of before. It's always a good feeling. Literally. I, they showed it, and I was like, don't know these cats. <laughs> so hey, so, so like, there's, you could be like like that optimistic guy and be like, hey, you know, never seen these guys. Maybe they're okay. He's, he's like the Asian well, groundskeepers I, from Major I League where they're like, considered the doing that <laughs> you until major- they gave up like eight runs in the first <laughs> fucking inning. <laughs> you know the Asian... Uh, Groundskeepers in Major League, and they're reading the roster of the Indians that year, and they're like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" That was me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We had uh, some dude named like Ostrich come in. Ostrich, nice. It is it not even his real name as Ostrich. Okay, but Close I enough. called him Ostrich because um, <laughs> he, he probably pitched like one. I don't know what a fucking Ostrich would do, but <laughs> it's probably pretty similar. Um, you had this dude named Springs come in. Uh, he gave up like five in an inning. Um, it's just bad, man. And I knew it was going to be bad. Honestly, didn't think it'd be this bad. Uh, but I'm holding on to opening night because it was really, it was fun. And I hope they can do that every time he Evaldi pitches. Have you scored that many runs since total? No. And then and see, that's honestly that if you want to get into like baseball mentality thing, I think they were able to do that with Eovaldi. Like, like I said, they're playing loose, right? Loose and free. They're having fun. They knew they'd be in the ball game. Now with these pitchers that they've they've never even played before, not let alone do I not know these players? Neither do the Red Sox. Right. Okay, that's the point. So when they see these guys come on the mound, they're like, "Oh shit!" Like they understand in their mind that they have to put up five, six plus runs to even be considered in the ball game. And that even changes your defensive mentality too because yep. as an infielder and even an outfielder too, if you know your pitcher well, you know how he's going to pitch particular guys and that sets you up where you're going to line up defensively. Absolutely. And if you get a guy you've never seen before, you're out there clueless. And, and it's true. I'm not kidding. Like these pitchers who are starting after Uvalde, the Red Sox have never played before, they probably do not know them. Right. Um, and then as a hitter, you go into that game and you're like, I have to be on point. I have to produce runs. I have to hit a home run. And then that tenses you up because you feel all that pressure. Um, so you've seen it clear as day. Eovaldi pitched, they scored 13. These other dudes who we have no idea what their names are, they've scored one, two, three runs. Right. I mean, it's been very poor. Um, so your pitching is affecting your offense, which I said, the offense I'm not worried about. But apparently our pitching is so bad that now it's affecting our offense. Yeah, so, they're going to have to replace the green monster after this season with all the balls that get knocked off yeah, that I mean, motherfucker. It, it might fall down. Right. <laughs> Watch out, lands It's not from street. the Red Sox players either. Uh, it, it's bad. So, uh, listen, it can get better. Um, I'm hoping. I hope to God. I can't pronounce his name. I'm just going to call him Fulty. Mike Fulty. Mike right? Fultonevich. Yes. He got re- DFA'd yep. by the Braves. After his first start. Hey. It'd be better than what we have. Dude, last year... I promise, bring last him on. Last year, the Braves chose him in the deciding game of the season to pitch against the Cardinals in Game 5 of the NLDS, 
And he gave up 10 runs in the first inning. Did he really? Yep. Oh, my God. That was where they were like, like I said, he was like their ace. They're like, hey, oh, you're, yeah. you're a fucking guy. So, so something in his head. So he gave up 10 runs. Going on. And yeah, he said this whole offseason, the Braves were like, hey, you need to figure your shit out. He goes out the other night. I don't, I don't remember how many earned runs he gave up, but it was like six or seven or some shit in one inning. And they're like, "Yeah, fuck you, DFA." Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so obviously, I think he just needs a fresh start wherever. I, if it's the Red got, Sox, he's got plus plus stuff. He's, if it's the Red Sox, it's the Red Sox. If it's somewhere else, I, I still think the guy does well just to clear his head. Yeah, I think all baseball else. fans would like to see him um, stay in the game. But yeah, man, listen, it, it's pitching. Um, and the pitching is so bad, it's affecting our offense, and I'm just sad, and you can just call me Eeyore. Fair enough, Eeyore. So, you know what? Bring the podcast up, Blake. Here we go. <laughs> so, the Cubs. Three words I have to say about the Cubs. Let's fucking go. I thought you were going to say feeling hot, hot, that, hot, but that's four. That's true, too. <laughs> feeling hot, hot, hot. All right. So, they're four and one. It's their best start since 2016. Won the World Series in 2016. Coincidence? I think not. The fucking thing that's got me most jacked about this season. So, what was the biggest question mark about the Cubs coming into the season? Bullpen. Uh, yes and no. I say starting rotation. Not the offense. The starting rotation. <laughs> we have the oldest starting rotation in baseball. People are like, oh, Lester's washed up. Darvish can't figure out what the fuck's going on. Quintana got hurt before the season even started. Oh, they don't have Be Quintana. careful washing dishes, people. Yeah, yeah definitely. Don't, it's cut, dangerous, don't dude. cut your pitching in open while doing dishes. So, get that poor man a wife. <laughs> I think he has one, doesn't he? Probably does. <laughs> so, the Cubs starting pitching has been fucking insane this year. So, their first time through the entire rotation, they've had 30 innings pitched, only gave up 14 hits, six runs, five walks, 26 strikeouts, one home run, a 1.80 ERA, and a 131 batting average against. Per MLB baseball historian Ed Hartig, the 14 hits allowed by the Cubs rotation is the fewest in the first five games of the season for a franchise since at least 1901. Pretty damn solid. Yeah, they're fucking killing it. There's not much you can say. I mean, they're just on point. The offense is on point. Yeah, they're on average of only giving up a hit more than every two innings. Yeah, they're raking right now. That offense is yeah. hot. But yeah, the offense is good. Aside from Chris Bryant. We started him off as a leadoff hitter. He started the year off one for 17. Finally, Madden took him out last – or Madden, shit, I'm still living in the past. <laughs> David Ross took him out last night. It's like, hey, man, you need to figure – they claimed he had an elbow injury because he took one off the elbow last night. But really, they were just wanting to clear his mind because he's back in the lineup tonight. Is it the first year leadoff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean – But he won – 2016, he won MVP as the uh, two-hole hitter. So, I mean, he's, right. he's used to being top of the lineup. No, I, yeah, I get it. But <laughs> it's funny, too. It's different. They took him out of the leadoff last night, and they ended up putting Rizzo in there. And oh, he, wow. Yeah, he, <laughs> and he did all right. He's been raking pretty well. I think another thing that's got me excited about the Cubs is the uh, – Rizzo has three hits on the season. Four. Did he get one last night? Yeah, he got a he got a base hit last night. The other three were home no, runs. The other three were home runs. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and – what I like to see is the production out of the the bottom of the order. We've actually had better production out of the bottom of the order than the top. And it just popped up. I was watching the pregame. They're batting – their 789 hitters are batting 304. Yeah. Wow. Which is not a bad problem to have because your top guys, they're going to figure it out. And their OPS is like second in baseball. Yeah, I mean, like you, you your only negative point here really is Chris well, Bryant, but like I wouldn't be worried about him. That's my only negative point. 
for the offense. With the offense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To be negative about the Cubs, our bullpen is fucking atrocious. It is terrible. Like, we've almost given up huge leads to the Reds twice and luckily come out of it. Craig Kimbrell, our big money fucking closer, walked four guys and drilled another two the other night against the Reds. He had a three-run lead. Come out with a one-run lead with the bases loaded and one out. And thank God, Jeremy Jeffress, who we just acquired that was a former brewer, come in and shut that shit down. Who Struck I think out only? For me to say, Philip fucking Irvin. <laughs> and he got Votto to, uh, was it a ground out or a line drive to the shortstop? Votto walked, I thought, and then Suarez was the last. No, no. Votto come up, bases loaded, oh, two right. outs, full count. Yeah. He worked a full count, and I think he hit a, a little late. It was a little lazy ground ball to the shortstop, yeah. I believe. But yeah, our bullpen is. Jeremy Jeffers looks good, and then Kyle Ryan come in last night. He's putting in some he good He looked pretty innings. good yeah, last night. he looks night. decent. I think there's a couple guys. We. We acquired so many like they they went and signed a bunch of no name pitchers that are the for one they drafted or they signed a bunch of tall guys. They went we have like four or five pitchers in our organization that are six nine or taller. They want tall guys and they're like, Hey, let's give them a shot. They got plus plus stuff, but they've never just put it together. So the Cubs are kinda looking for like maybe a Pedro Strope type player, the a diamond in the rough that becomes an elite pitcher. They're not they weren't about signing any big names this offseason. And so for us to actually be successful and have a good year, we're going to have to have guys in the bullpen step up, guys well, you've never heard of before. That's true, but if you score enough runs, you might Def, be all right. Definitely got to outscore your opponent. <laughs> let's let's do a battle of the who's the worst bullpen right now. It's got to be the fucking Cubs. I don't know. We're pretty we're, – yeah. Ugh. We're probably up there. Let's see. After five games – hey, the Cubs – no, hold on. Let's go to ERA. That's batting stats. I don't want batting stats, you fuck. Why do we care what relievers Pitch. are hitting? No bueno? Eh, it's probably not going to pull up. All right. Well, I guarantee you we both. What's funny is, though, back on the Reds, Michael Lorenzen, he's made three appearances this year. They're top reliever, arguably. Like, I would yeah. say he's their setup man, but seventh inning – Eighth inning, maybe. He's supposed to be coming. one of the guys. Yeah, he's supposed to shut that shit down. Well, anyways, he's made three appearances. Every appearance he's made, he's gave up a two-run home run. Yeah, he's uh, he's struggling. Yeah, not doing very well. I feel no. bad for him because I like him. And the thing is, they said his fastball velocity's up. But when you have no fucking control, you run into some problems. Yeah, I like and him a lot. Yeah, I hope he figures it out. Yeah, I like Lorenzen. He's, he's a well-liked guy. Well, the Reds' team ERA is a five. <laughs> Dude, that thirty pitching is good then. Yeah, because <laughs> they're definitely carrying exactly. the weight on that shit. Yeah, I mean all that ERA is the, the bullpen really. Right. Well, besides the the Cubs uh, is a four point two, but I just saw on the screen there. So their starting rotation obviously is carrying that one too because their fucking mm-hmm. bullpen ERA Absolutely. was a nine. But well, I told you our our starting, they're four and one, so fuck it. Our starting ERA is a one point eight zero. Yeah, so. Oh, first pitch. Well, so we don't bore everyone to death with just talking about our teams. What are some um, upcoming weekend or early next week matchups that we can look forward to? Dodgers Astros. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I got to get that one out the rest yeah. of the week. Yeah. You should tune into that every time. They're and I'm gonna get my, I'll get our biased ones out of the way. We still got two more games between the Cubs and Reds. Tonight, yeah, which is got, huge for the Reds. Yeah, you got Sonny Gray and Kyle Hendricks, arguably two of the best pitchers in baseball. Solid matchup. Pitching tonight, and then tomorrow night is Castillo and you Darvish, which that's going to be another be good, good matchup, matchup there. Um, 
Stroh's Angels this weekend coming up. Yeah, I okay. like that. I like that matchup there. Well, I think I, I think it's important because according to some people like me who have the Angels in the playoffs, um, that's like a little preview. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Another big NL Central matchup is uh, Cardinals and Brewers play this weekend. I think any, uh, just on a general basis, any NL Central matchup, tune in. Yeah. It's crucial. Because uh, I think they're going to be like half game spreads right. at the, like, at the end of the season. Depending on how the Reds finish the series with the Cubs. I, I mean, they, they we go back to fucking Detroit. We go yeah, to Detroit, Detroit again. this weekend. So, so that's, that's a fucking pr- redemption. Pretty big series. We better really. go up there and fucking you, win all of them. You better hope for a sweep there. Yeah. yeah, you better hope. And then Twins and Indians, the two potential that, powerhouses in the AL. That Central. was mine. Um, the AL Central matchup, Twins Indians. It's um, it's basically all year. It's up to them. Like who's gonna? Yeah. Do, well, right. uh, you got the White Sox. They're gonna flirt with it, right? If yeah. they get hot, they're gonna flirt with they're it. They're not looking good now, but right. But it, it's early. those two kind of at the top. And anytime you know those two match up, you're, you're gonna want to tune in because. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a battle for first place all year long. I'll tell you another hot team playing a divisional opponent this year, uh, Padres. They're oh. they're looking good. They, they started play, off hot. Yeah, I they, know. They play the Rockies. They put a hurting on the Diamondbacks in the first series. You know what I've noticed? Which I was surprised. You know Rizzo's been, bitch ass just get hit by another pitch. Yeah. Right on the kneecap. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I think it was <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a one-two count. Oh. But anyways, yes, the Padres. Um, I don't know. Uh, to my demise, uh, they've looked actually pretty good. <laughs> I, so I come home the other night, kind of stumbling drunk from from the uh, little party I went to the mall. Oh hell yeah! So I, I get home, so I'm like, I'm gonna watch some more fucking baseball. So I look, and the Padres were playing the Diamondbacks. So your boy Machado's up to up to bat in like the sixth. He's got a three zero count. The Diamondbacks pitcher throws him a fucking heater, dead nuts, right down the middle. Machado hit it for about four hundred fifty plus. But that he leads can do me that. to another point. I've noticed a shitload of 3-0 home runs this year. Like Baez just did one last night. I know I've seen two or three other guys do it. We've got some aggressive guys on 3-0 counts. I, I don't blame them. No, you I know mean, what I, you're getting. I want the green light. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know what you're getting. Well, do we have anything for this weekend baseball? It's actually about a guy on your team, Taylor. Uh-oh. Another Red Sox. Uh-oh. Joe? Yeah. Listen up, boys. <laughs> this is about as good as the last one. It's close. It's not oh, as funny, hell yeah. but it's pretty close. I like when you get into these like weird-ass stories. I, I try to give some weird shit. So, on most days, a 13-3 to loss at the hands of a hated rival would be the worst thing that would happen. Well, for the Red Sox, on this day in 1962, that was trumped when pitcher Gene Conley and an infielder, Pumpsy Green, disappeared after leaving the team bus. So, they get a 13-3 to loss to the Yankees. All right. And so you got a pitcher and a an infielder, an infielder. Green. Yeah. So Gene Conley had a rough day for the Boston Red Sox on this day, which was July 29th in 1962. Starting against the hated New York Yankees, he did not get out of the third inning, allowing eight runs on five hits and four walks and 2.2 innings of work. <laughs> yeah, bad day at the yard. Is that Wade Miley? Fuck him. <laughs> no, I'm saying that stat line. Right. <laughs> so his day did not get any better after the game as the Red Sox team bus got stuck in a traffic jam and he had to take a piss. So what happened next seems as though it would have been the plot of a 1980s movie about two teenage screw-ups finding themselves in the middle of the big city. Conley and his good friend, Pumpsy Green, best known for being the first black player in the history of the Red Sox, left the bus to use, to use the bathroom. 
When they returned, the bus was gone, leaving the two players on their own. <laughs> After they determined that they would just disappear, passing the t- or that they would just disappear, passing time at the local bar. So they're like, "Hey, fuck it, let's go." Drink. Oh hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> so while Green would return to the team the next day, Conley decided to remain on his own, checking into the Waldorf Hotel. There, while watching the local news, he learned that people were looking for him. Thinking that the situation was remo- amusing, he remained in the hotel or at Toots Shore, which is a bar, drinking beer. Over the course of his time away from the Red Sox, Conley decided that he wanted to go to Israel. As such, the country? Yes, Israel's <laughs> the country, yes. <laughs> As such, he went to Idlewild International Airport where he attempted to board an airplane with neither a passport nor luggage. Spotted, <laughs> by, <laughs> spotted by a reporter for the New York Post, Conley returned to Boston. I uh, hope I don't fuck. What's, uh, is it Tom Yaki? Is that the? Yaki. Yaki, okay. So team owner Tom Yaki fined Conley, but then offered him a drink. Reportedly, Conley replied with a straight face and said, I don't touch this stuff. And then he left his office. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably, neither Green nor Conley were, were uh, long for Boston, with Green being traded to the Mets uh. that offseason and Conley lasting one more year with the Red Sox before being released. But uh, I ended up finding out Conley, he ended, he ended up going on to win a World Series and won an NBA title. He go, went, What? Yeah, the dude was like a 6'9 pitcher, went on to the NBA and played in the NBA as well. He's got a championship in both leagues. What a legend. Yeah. On and off the field yeah. and court. <laughs> so the, the owner offers him a drink after he'd been in a, a bender for three days. He's like, nah, trying man, to go I, to Israel. He's like, I don't touch the stuff. <laughs> he's going to Israel. Dude. That's awesome. I need to find his jersey number yes. and get a Conley jersey. Yes. Because that's, I mean, right. that's legendary shit. Yeah, I think he played against like Wilt Chamberlain and shit in the NBA. Like, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. So that's on this week in baseball. Wow, Blakey Biceps delivers again. I'm trying, man. At boy, Sonny. <laughs> hey, you know we uh, we we got some we got some some DMs. Some of them. Wait, little, little DM action. We we got some DMs. DMs. Dir- direct massages. Yeah. Is that sure? Ooh, I'll take one of those. Yeah. A direct massage. I'm down. Straight. I wonder what those include. Straight to the. Happy back. Happy the ending. Back. The right on the back. The hamstring. Yes. The the gluteus maximus. Slide the DMs, bitch. <laughs> He's safe. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. All right, we got four DMs this week, and I'd, I'd say the bullpen brought it again. Honestly. Oh yeah, this was a good week. Uh, I I good do week love for it. The bullpen. Uh, we're gonna start off, you know, almost like a like a screwball DM. From our guy, bullpen member Willie P. He's good with the random ass questions. Yeah, he says, you know, part one here, SpaghettiOs plain with meatballs or with Franks. Can I just rank those? Sure. Oh, yeah, it's, I like that. Go ahead. Now I have to pick one? Yeah. Meatballs, Franks, plain. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know you could get SpaghettiOs with Franks. What? Didn't, oh, didn't, yeah. Didn't Son. That. Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to go. We're always too cheap to buy it, so we'd always get plain SpaghettiOs and just- Put some Franks in Hot dogs themselves and yeah, just yeah, cut yeah, them yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yourself. you. All right, so I'm going to go meatballs, plain SpaghettiOs, and I haven't had the Franks, so I got to rank them third. It's a game changer. Franks. That good, huh? Franks. Seven beans and weenies, but- It's close. Yeah, I'm going to go Franks. Uh- Plain you meatballs. Fucking imbecile. Who puts I, meatballs last. I'm not a huge meatball fan, honestly. Just in general, like spaghetti meatballs, rather have it without. Do not a fan. Meat sauce or no meat. What do you mean? 
If you don't do meatballs, would you do meat sauce? Or oh would you yeah, do just absolutely. Tomato sauce. Yeah, definitely. You can put that in there, but just you. like meatball. I don't You're know. Just meatballs. Not big about meatballs. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Sunny John right now. Yeah, we might have. We're watching live Cubs uh, Reds, yeah, and we got some John, John going back and forth. The Rizzo say something to him. I uh, I'd say Sunny said probably said something to him for him fucking leaning his knee out of. Oh, the probably. Plate. Yeah, probably. To take a bitch ass hit. Uh, by part two, Willie P's question. Mini ravioli, beefaroni, or spaghettios? No, it's definitely fucking mini raviolis all day long. You want to rank those again? Rank them? Sure. Yeah, mini ravioli, beefaroni, and spaghettios plain. Oh, okay. I'm going to go mini ravioli, spaghettios, then beefaroni. Beefaroni gives me heartburn. Uh,. I think it's hands down ravioli number one. Yeah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, actually, I, actually prefer, <laughs> I actually prefer the full size ravioli over the mini. But, uh, but I'll, I'll a, dig the uh, mini. I'm a mini guy. Oh, yeah, whatever. The, you just do look ravi- like a mini guy. <laughs> just ravioli in general, dude. Like ravioli. Most the people shit. will be like, "Hey, I'm gonna eat ravioli for like dinner, or whatever." That that was my fucking after school snack. I would oh, just yeah. go yeah. fuck a pop a can of that ravioli. shit. Absolutely, slam it before dinner. Doctor it up, put a little hot sauce and shit on. Fuck yeah. 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 Boy. I mean, I love that. And then we got. Uh, we got bullpen member K-Hole. You guys, y'all remember K-Hole? Yeah. Yep. Um, with all the name changing going on, what do you think the Cleveland Indians would change their name to if they ever did? He says the Cleveland Wild Things, which obviously if they ever changed it and they did change it to that, that'd be, be absolutely legendary. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> but I I doubt that would ever happen. Um, I know this. We, we talked about this in the group chat. Do you, do you guys have anything? Yeah. Go for it. The steamers. <laughs> How did I know that? I'm going to be honest with you. It, see, it. it seems like the most likely name I've heard, and I hate it the most, is the Cleveland Spiders. Just Why? because they used to be. You're right. Why they that's just a terrible name. Change it to the Cleveland Wahoos. Yeah, I don't like think, little, I think they're trying to get away from that. Or they should yeah. call themselves the Tribe. Okay. Now, see, that was one of mine. I do like the Tribe because they claim the Braves is okay, and the Tribe yeah. is no different. I, I, I So... So the honestly, tribe was my actual real answer. Yeah, you get you get out of the uh, slur Native American language when you step into the tribe because technically tribe is Anything, a, a group really. of familial community yeah. group of people. Right. Um, but you still hold on to like they call themselves as like an alternate team name, the, the tribe. Or right. even if you're a you bunch get, of crazy drunk white girls going to a wedding, you're the bride tribe. Right, that's a tribe. Yes, but like it, it makes sense. I mean, you still hold on to some historical. Um, you're you know, kind of tied to the old name right. without the slur. I, yeah, yeah. So I, I I do like it. That was one of mine. The Cleveland tribe. Absolutely, I would agree. I dig it. Like you got anything? That's about all I had, really. No. Okay, so I do have. I don't know. I kind of went. You like, were gonna bring it. So. I don't know. I kind of went. Uh, one, I kind of have like Cle- Cleveland ties. Being one a Browns fan, but we have family in Cleveland as well, so we make a yearly trip up there. Um, and then to me, like naming teams and franchises is like the coolest thing ever. I think it's awesome when um, new franchises name teams, and they don't just like pick like a random ass animal out of a hat. Instead, they like look into like city history. And like actually dig into what the city kind of means and the cultural aspects of it all. Yeah. Like the Seattle Kraken. Right. I greatest name ever. Absolutely awesome. incredible. Yep. <laughs> I heard where they want to call their fan base the crackheads. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Uh but yeah, so Tribe was one of mine, but we won't go much into that. I actually that. thought of another one, but I'll wait till you're done. That's fine. Bring it out. Um the Cleveland Guardians. 
Do you know much about the Guardians in Cleveland? No. So on this bridge in Cleveland, there's a huge monument called the Guardians of Traffic that like opens up to a bridge. Are they like gargoyles or what? No, they're like these huge, um, I would call them like Greek warrior, like 300 warriors. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like Greek yeah. gods. Yeah. Um, but they're these huge like guardians that guard the 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 bridge and they're called the guardians of transportation. And it's basically just like safe transportation, good luck, good will in Cleveland. Um, kind of weird, but if you took that like Greek god logo and right. you know the cleveland guardians like i could definitely get behind that yeah that's definitely cool as hell and it makes sense with the city um that that's been there for years it's like a historic like tourism spot now um and then i like the idea of incorporating lake erie somehow obviously lake erie is a huge part of cleveland culture mm-hmm. with absolutely all the transportation and you know trade that went on with lake erie um this one might be my favorite here. The Cleveland Commodores. Because, hear me out, this would be in reference to Commodore Perry and his fleet that defeated the British Navy on Lake Erie in the War of 1812. That's cool. Oh, that is I, cool. I dig that. Yeah, so um, apparently this dude was responsible for, for like creating the fleet and directing this navy to take on the Brits, which gotcha. happened in Lake Erie, which is really cool. Um, so... That was Commodore Perry. And an interesting tidbit about Commodore Perry, the Great Lakes Brewing Company yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah, awesome beer. Love their beer. They have a uh, Commodore Perry IPA. I've actually seen that. So it's like already in the the like mist of Cleveland, right? It's, yeah. it's already part of the culture. Um, so the Cleveland Commodores to me, and I love, uh, what's that called? When it's like two of the same letters. I have no idea. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know. You got me lost. Like Cleveland Commodore right, or like Blakey Biceps, yeah. the BBCC, right? Taylor's Titties, right? BBC. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, uh, I forget what that's called, but I, I love that. Uh, that's probably my favorite. And then this one was kind of lame, but I feel like it'd be really cool if they found some way to incorporate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Rockers. Cleveland Rockers. Like Cleveland Rockers. I didn't know if that sounded lame. I kind of like it. I've or like, cl- or just leave at Rock. Like the Cleveland Rock. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Like I, would, the, I don't even hate the rock and roll. Like the Cleveland Sound. I don't know if that like I think Seattle's then took that over. Yeah, Seattle Sounders. Um well, yeah. there's a ML there's a in uh the triple A team too, like the Nashville Sound. They're oh right. yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh but yeah, I, I I just went through those, um, did some research, but I the Cleveland Commodores after Commodore yeah. Perry beat. That would be cool. I like it. I got one that's kind of half-assed funny and half-assed not, like half-serious. I know they would never do it, but you talk about being a part of the organization. Well, good job, Gino. You think of late summer Cleveland Indians games, potential playoff pushes. What comes off of Lake Erie? The midges. You seen those fucking bugs? Yes. Do you remember Jabba Chamberlain? Yep. Jabba Chamberlain dude, tweeted that. Dude, it about ruined his life. Yes. The midges. If you the don't Cleveland know midges. about the Cleveland Indian, like the midges that take over they're that They're basically field. little gnats. Yeah, that's basically what they are. And dude, they will just cover your body. Yeah, it's crazy. In a late, humid summer night. Yeah. And that's like a huge part of like that stadium. Late, summer, humid nights. Yeah. The midges. I, I think I've heard so that flirted with. the Cleveland midges. <laughs> Put a big ass mosquito like as their logo. I don't give a shit. <laughs> hey, talk about great logos. I've told Ethan about this. I don't think we've discussed. So they did a uh, 
poll like last year, the year before, about the greatest minor league team name. And do you know who won? Minor league, so it has to you be affiliated with the actual it. minor a league. A team. No, probably not. It was the uh, the San Antonio Sod Poodles. And you ask <laughs> your yeah, you ask you what the fuck's a sod poodle? Well, sod like grass sod. S- a sod poodle is a slang term for a gra- a uh, prairie dog. It's <laughs> okay. a sod poodle. Yeah. Prairie dog sod poodle. I like that. <laughs> kind of off topic, but I dig that name so much. I like, dude. There's so many minor league teams oh, I love. Yeah. Like, oh, the there's a uh, one of uh, one of the teams moved. Um, I was down in Huntsville, Alabama, working, um, and they were building the stadium. They moved. I don't remember what team it was, but they moved them from some location to Huntsville. Right. And they uh, their nickname is the Trash Pandas. <laughs> the I, Trash I, Pandas. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. There's so many good ones. Uh, well, uh, second part of K Hole's question. We all agree the Central is the better division in both leagues. If you put an AL Central All Star team versus an NL Central All Star team, who wins a seven game series? And I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, these guys prepared way more than I did. When I saw that question, K-Hole, I just instantly told myself, I don't even think it's a debate. It's the NL Central, just based on talent and pitching and talent and hitting. I didn't take much time to research it because I was like, it's the NL Central. They're winning maybe maybe a sweep. My research data <laughs> supports that. Yeah, so I'll let them go into more detail, but there's just my first initial answer. It's the NL Central. I'll just go ahead and throw mine out because Blake's got some numbers and shit. I didn't go that far. But uh, I kind of like put a roster together for each side. So my AL, I would have uh, Carlos Santana at first, um, second base Luis Arrays. I don't know how that's, that's how you I say I got him name. too from the Twins. Yeah, from the Twins. Uh, third, I put Jose Ramirez, uh, shortstop Lindor. There's a lot of Indians on this team because they're most of the talent of the division. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Twins and Indians took uh, Eloy Jimenez from the White Sox, put him in left. Uh, Merrifield from the Royals. Oh yeah, solid. With Merrifield, Soler yeah. for the from the Royals and right. Uh, obviously, Yasmani Grandal behind the plate. And then we, I, uh, we, me and Blake kind of talked about it. We just did three starting pitchers just for it to be because it would. It was a seven game series, so you would go through your top three right. twice with your ace starting yeah. game seven. So I went uh, Giolito, um, Clevy, and Bieber for the AL on that. And my NL lineup, I would I put. That might have been a little biased on here, but uh, Votto at first, Moose at second, Suarez at third, Baez at short. Schwarber in left, Lorenzo Kane in center, Yelly in right, and Yachty behind the plate with a battery of or a pitching rotation of Bauer, Flaherty, and Hendricks. I think that team right there fucking waxes the AL. Uh, yes. Yeah, I got AL Grandall catching uh, Jose Abreu at first, Luis Arreyes at second, Francisco Lindor at short, Jose Ramirez at third. I actually put Jorge Soler in left just because I've seen him play left in Chicago. And then Whit Merrifield at centerfield. And I'm going to take Luis Roberts to centerfielder. I'm going to push him to right field. I just went solely based off position. Yeah. I, right. didn't I, I figure your outfield's kind of interchangeable. Well, in an all-star game type right. deal, they usually right. oh, yeah. They're all over the starting yeah. pitchings, uh, Shane Bieber, Dallas Keuchel, uh, Lucas Giolito. And then the NL Central, I got Wilson Contreras catching, Mike Goldschmidt at first, Colton Wong at second, Javi Baez at short, Eugenio Suarez at third, Kyle Schwarber in left, Lorenzo Kane in center, 
Christian Yelich, I'm going to actually put him out in right field. And then my starting pitching is Jack Flaherty, Kyle Hendricks, Sonny Gray. Once again, the Central is going to dominate. I think so. Better pitching, better offense, better defense. I like the NL there. Yep. Yeah. Honestly, I, I really do. Just talent-wise. Agreed. Simple as that. Yeah. And then this was a – this wasn't even a question from bullpen member Adam Lame. It was just something that he heard us talking about on our kickoff show. Yeah. And he just wanted to uh, throw in a bold prediction. And this is Adam Lane's bold prediction. The San Diego Padres will finish second place in the NL West and will emerge with a top five starting rotation in the National League. Paddock, Lamette, Richards, Davies, Lacessi, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct, with an absolute stud and Mackenzie Gore waiting to burst onto the scene. Um, obviously, with their start that they've had. I, yeah, he's not. Um, he's on, I think with he's their pitching something. rotation, listen, I can't disagree with you. Yeah. But I hope the. God, they just suck for like 15 minutes more years. <laughs> or as long as Machado's They there. already look miles ahead of where they were last season. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But yeah, I, I think he's correct. Like, that team might... Well, there's been talks that they're, you know, they said last year they're two to three years out. They jump up a year in expectations. That team might be good. finish second. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I've seen them finishing first, but yeah, I mean, who knows? But behind the Dodgers is kind of anybody, honestly. Yeah, yeah we really. all kind of agree. Yeah, we we agree that it's yeah, kind of a shit show. <laughs> but yeah, so shout out Adam for throwing that uh, bold prediction out. And then last one, this is from Thirsty Goat Entertainment. Oh, so the the boss, the boss, the Twitter account, the boss is coming. We are one game from completing ten percent of the season. The much-hyped Cincinnati Reds are 1-4 with a 4.25 ERA, which you said earlier is 5, um, as a team. He says, Ethan, when do you push the panic button? Okay, I want to go on something real quick before you answer that. Okay. So I know you've already went, like, balls deep in depth in all this, so mm-hmm. I'm going to take you off a little different from there. Okay. What record is when you hit the panic button? In you're, this season? Yeah. Okay. When does... 60 games. You're one in four. What do you need to be for you to freak out? Say next week. Next week, if the Reds... Like I said, next week, if the Reds aren't at 500, I'm, they're done. Panic button's on. I'm just, Actually, I just close the lid on the son of a bitch and walk away. So, you're looking... So, 10 games 10 in. Games. I'm saying... You, you want to be five and five at the 10-game mark. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's a sixth of the way through the season. I mean... Yeah, right. it's like last night, we're fucking... I watched the end of the game, and Tom Brenneman's like, people need to slow down and freak out. We've only played 8% of the game. I'm like, 8% is a lot in a 60-game <laughs> season, you jackass. Well, it, listen, it's this, quicker than to, something. To put this into like comparison of a full season, I've seen on uh, one of the Cubs' Twitter accounts, so the Cubs started off 4-1, and one, correct? In a 162-game season, that's equivalent to an 11-3 and three start. That's yeah. how fucking important that is. Right. Yeah. That's a huge start. So is that your answer, the 10-game mark? Like not your answer, but the ten game mark, you gotta have five right. five wins. You wanna be five hundred at the ten game mark. Yeah. So if in, the Reds in above five hundred. So I'm hitting the panic button after Sunday's game in Detroit if the Reds don't go up there and win those three games. Sweet. Yeah. With along with taking a few from the Cubs here. I will say if you don't split the series with the Cubs and sweep the uh Tigers, that's probably when you start freaking the fuck out. Yep. Because that's gonna put you at the ten game mark anyways, and you're gonna be under five hundred. Mm-hmm. You basically have to win one of these, if not both, and sweep the Tigers. Yep. At the ten game mark to not mm-hmm. be freaking the fuck out. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. All right. So we'll uh we'll text you Sunday. 
Is that right? Sunday? Yeah. Sunday. Yeah, we'll, we'll through the weekend. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll talk about Oh, boy. What a stressful weekend I'm for you, I'm ready for some uh, group chat shit talk. <laughs> it's going to be It's gonna be lit. It's going to be lit. We well, need to add a Yankees fan to it because it's usually just me and Turner talking shit and you just right. be in the middle, man. Right. Uh-oh, Moose. All oh, right, Adam. And Hayward. Ooh. Fucking. Hey, with that being said... Actually, no. Yeah, why are you pointing at me? I forgot. We got to do something. We have a screwball? No, we don't. No, no we just got to do some final thoughts, which I totally about just messed Is up. Is there no uh, <laughs> trivia, Turner? <laughs> I didn't make any. Dick. I know. Okay. Well, I got one, kind of. Okay. Even though we've already answered it, oh, but okay. I kind of want to do it for the people so you can go and answer them. But I think it was a good question. We talked about it on opening day. Name the five active starting pitchers that have thrown more than one no-hitter. Oh, yeah, you did ask this. Yeah, it was a good hey. one. I want to save it for tonight, but, yeah, let's hear it. Well, I, I'm going to say the one that I remember. Yeah. Okay. It was Fires. Yep, Mike, Mike Fires. Fires. Justin Verlander. Yep. Uh, Homer Bailey. I remember yep. a lot of So that's three. Else. And then uh, Jake Arrieta. Yep. And Max Scherzer. Yep, that's the five. Got it, baby. Boom. So if anybody wanted to know the five active starting pitchers with more than one no-hitter, there you go. Well, there you go. Mike Fires and Homer Bailey, because that's kind of what threw hey, me off. Hey, right. I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit. I rambled those off drunk and forgot them, so I just named them <laughs> off the top of my head again. And the shout one, out to Will Pruitt, Will. who called the Mike Fires one. I our, was like, man, our I, Will got, buddy. I, was like, I, yeah. got, I got these fuckers. And then Will's like, Mike Fires. I'm like, you motherfucker. That's the only reason I remembered that. Well, I was like, oh, Mike Fires, because Will well, said it. <laughs> the first year he got big into baseball was when Fires threw the no-no against the Reds, and right. all over the place it talked about how that was the second no-no. Got you. Who's the same guy that blew the whistle on the Astros who he formerly yeah. played for and threw a hitter with? <laughs> True. It don't matter. He's got a fucking badass mustache, so it doesn't care. He does. <laughs> he does. But now, Blake, any yes. final thoughts? Sorry. Baseball's back. The Cubs are hot. Hopefully nobody throws any water on them anytime soon. Uh, go and throw some on the bullpen because they need something to change. Um, shout out to Joe Kelly. Yes. That made my fucking week. Damn, bias. That made my week. Like, yeah, we. I need more Joe Kelly in my life. I didn't realize how much oh, I needed Joe Kelly, Nico. but I yeah. need Joe Kelly. Joe, Joe is a national treasure, and we must protect him at all costs. Corner fucking, it's got some range. So I don't yeah. know how he got. To oh, that dude, ball. he'll be a stud. Ethan, any five thoughts? Um, the Reds need to get it going and get it going soon. Starting tonight, they need to win tonight. Turn Mojo around against uh. Kyle Hendricks here on the mound, who that was a complete game shutout his first outing right. of the season. I would agree with you. They got to so, get uh, something going with gotta, no walks. Yeah, got to get something going here. That's my final thought. And we'll talk to you Sunday. Yeah, I can't wait to have this discussion. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> final thoughts? My final thought is uh, whatever the Red Sox do this season, whoop they fucking do. Um, if they win the World Series, cool. Doesn't count. If they lose the World Series, doesn't count. If they. Uh, Finish fifth in the division doesn't count. Nothing counts. Nothing's real. It's all fake. It's that all fake. It's all lie. Like all right. Babe Ruth, fake? <laughs> just like Babe Ruth. It's all lie. That was extra Eeyore ish. <laughs> no, uh, here's the real one. Uh, love you, Joe Kelly. Miss you. Um, I'm just glad that baseball's back and I get to watch MLB TV till like two in the morning. It's beautiful. That is awesome. And it's beautiful. It's nice. Um, and with that being said, Blakey Biceps Six Four Three Podcast out.
him, son. In your ass. Hello. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> Damn. Did everybody have a good day today? Fuck. No. It's fucking hot. It's hot. The Red Sox are bad. I don't it's bad. My truck's it's, fucking it's all, it's all bad, right? My truck's a piece of shit. It's <laughs> almost as hot outside as the Cubs start to the 20, fuck 20 off. season. I'm literally You're looking at wrong. you in the eye and telling you to fuck off. I'm cool with that. You're not wrong. We're four, Yeah, we're 4 and 1. You know the last time the Cubs were 4 and 1? 2016. You know what happened then? Champs. What happened? World Series. I remember those days. I guzzled champagne down my throat. <laughs> I actually drove up to Chicago to go to the parade, and the car broke down. Didn't well, make it. You know oh, so I watched the parade from a Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, you can, yeah, I mean, you can guzzle on some dick. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Fuck you. Don't be so salty. Your team's hey. shitty. I like that.